Welcome to the Conversation Toolkit podcast, a podcast for parents who want to transform mad, sad and bad attitudes in their household. So if your teenager is giving you a hard time, perhaps their grades are slipping or they're argumentative, or you're actually concerned about something quite serious, then we're here to help. In these episodes, we share some tips on how to turn that around and get your teenager back on track. And if you like what you listen to and want to dive deeper into our work, you can head over to our website at conversationtoolkit.com. Thanks for listening. Hi, it's Selena and together with Mary Ann Perry, who's a life coach, we teach busy parents how to nip nagging in the bud, but not how you might think. But before we get started, if you're interested, we've got a great book that gives you five keys that will diffuse any argument with your child. So just head to the link below in the comments for more details. But parents come to us because they're sick of nagging at their kids and their kids whinging just makes their skin crawl. And they just want to be able to talk to kids in a way that they can express themselves confidently without getting their back up. And even though they're well-dedicated parents and got great intentions, sometimes they just get so frustrated because it's like talking to a brick wall or they just have to turn into a crazed maniac just to get their kid to listen. And if that's not enough, when they do ask their kids to do something, they whinge and moan and complain. I can just go on for hours or days. And it just, they tell me, tell us that it just drives them absolutely back crazy and everyone can end up in a half. And this is what we tell them. Well, it's actually quite interesting. Whinging and nagging are two, um, two sides of the same beast. And the common link here and the common thread is people repeat themselves or repeat what they're saying because they don't feel heard. So when your child whinges, they're repeating because they didn't feel heard. So to stop them whinging in that moment, I might say to them, look, I heard you, but I can't do anything right now or that's a great idea, we'll do that later or, or whatever it is. But I really acknowledge that I've heard them and, and then that gives them a sense of security around it. They know that I've actually heard them. And, and then with when it comes to me nagging my kids because I don't feel like they've heard me, I will actually say to them, did you hear what I said? Did you, and I'll ask them to repeat what I said. Like, did, did you hear when I said did you put, to put your clothes away? Did you hear that? Yeah, okay. And then the next thing I might say to them is, um, so what do you need to do to make that happen now? Okay. But I really get acknowledgement from them that they heard me as well because um, there are five keys to consider in a conversation. And even if you just consider one of these keys, Everyone can feel heard. Kids can feel heard and you can feel heard. And if you want to find out what these five keys are, just click on the link below and access our book, um, The Five Keys to, to Understanding Their Emotional Needs. But let me tell you a bit more of a complicated story, okay, So, and how I use this, this nagging and whinging and, and being heard thing. We, have, um, we love going on holidays and we have a big family. We have six kids to consider in a blended family. So it's not always smooth sailing and not everyone wants to jump on board when we decide to go somewhere. And I also don't want to just lay down the law and say, right, this is what we're doing, um, whether you like it or not. So I want to get everyone on board and I want to make sure everyone feels heard. So when someone says that they don't want to come on the holiday or they don't want to do what we're thinking of doing, 
I make sure that I really give them the time and the space to really consider what their objections are and find out what common ground we have and work out some workarounds with it. And sure, sometimes I do just have to lay down the law and say, well, I'm sorry, look, this is how it is happening today. We're going to do this um, because it's just the flow of the holiday or the flow of, you know, majority rules. But during that time, I'll really even acknowledge them and, you know, and say to them, look, I know you didn't want to do this bit, but I'm really glad that you did. And I, you know, I'm also acknowledging and, and showing that I really did hear and took on board that they didn't want to do it. But I'm really grateful that they turned their attitude around and, and, you know, they're being a great family team member. But my point is, is that I really listen to them. And so then our arguments don't turn into a big argument and, and we get to have, you know, we get to have fun. And in this conversation, I will consider these five key things as we discuss in our book because it just can make the conversation flow so much easier. It gives me ideas. It can help me navigate the conversation, you know, particularly if it's starting to get a little bit heated or going down the rabbit hole. Um, and, I'll, and I'll be able to get to the solution. We'll be able to get to the solution much faster or to the crux of what the real problem is. And, um, and everyone gets to express what's going on and what's going on in their, in their heads and in their hearts. So to recap, nagging and whinging, really two sides of the same beast, okay? It's really about not being heard. And it's just frustrating for all parties involved. So, and don't forget, if you really enjoyed this and you want to find out what those five keys are to pivot away from going down that argument rabbit hole, just click on the link below to our book. Thank you very much.